Clap your hands with me, it's a celebration. Yeah, stomp, stomp, clap, clap, stomp, stomp, clap. Uh, 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 uh. You got it. Tech nine, let's go. KCMO, I'm representing They're ducking us, cause ain't nobody touching us Got the city loving us, they're jumping like it's double dutch Come through in the clutch, we just make it so you must erupt Ain't never been no lucky stuff, we winners just because we tough See my flag, they flying it, now it's no denying it Anything that got my city's logo, now they buying it Keep them going crazy though, TV and the radio Been watching since a baby, so I'm representing Casey Mo. Cause the place we making got the opposition pacing When my team awakens, you're facing annihilation We put down a demonstration, you should have stayed on vacation When you think you got it, then we show you that you're not it You're gonna find defeat wherever Casey had to spot it We're gonna run you down if you bring it to us And we win, Kansas City, we hold the title, world champions Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast I'm your host, Neil Richter Along with my co-host and partner in podcasting, sitting to my far right tonight, Eman Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we're here for episode 67. And uh, we started the uh, the podcast off with a little bit of Casey Moe anthem by Tech Nine. Tech in Nine? In honor of uh, Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, so shout out to the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and all them dudes. Andy, Andy Reid finally got his ring after 20 years. Yes, sir. And I'll let you introduce our uh, podcast guest tonight, since you got some music on the way uh, with, with him. Oh, yeah. So, uh, coming straight out of Canton, Michigan. Yep. We got my boy, uh, he go by Zaffa, he go by Fritz, he goes by a bunch yeah, of different stuff. Yeah, Zachariah, whatever, Zachari- real <laughs> man, you know, whatever. All this. Gotcha, man. Glad to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is cool. It's for this- first podcast. So. Nice. Welcome. <laughs> God, I was thinking about, like, Dude, we met. I think it was it was a Donnie Barlow introduced us. Yeah, I want to say like, like back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it was like towards the end of high school, kind of. I want to yeah. say yeah, it was like yeah. tail end of high school, like beginning mm-hmm. like college year stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we went out to that uh, studio in Ann Arbor. I remember that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it took me forever to record a yeah. verse because I was yeah. just starting out. Yeah, I remember that. Good, man, it's good. <laughs> it took me a while too. Uh, I was I was still young. I was still still learning the ropes. And I believe I, I I'm not for sure, but is, is your Adam is Adam your brother by chance? Yep, Adam. All yep. right, so I went to school okay. with Adam. I graduated. Okay. I think Adam might have been one year older than me, but I was friends okay. with him in high school. Yeah, he graduated '04. Yeah, yeah, yep. I was '05. Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. Yeah, and okay. I, I've known Shayna for my entire life too. Me and her have gone to school since Lowell Middle School back in the okay. day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so shout out to Adam and Shana. Yeah, it's like, my sister-in-law. Yeah, it was like a small world. Like your friends was one of our other roommate, uh, Sean. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Uh, another Beats and Brews alumni, Adventures with Vultures. Really yeah. good friends with him. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sean just hit me before he uh, before I came over. He was like, "Hey, man, good luck, whatever, <laughs> cool, cool shit, man. Like, keep doing the music." So that was cool. Shout out Sauter too with that. Uh, I saw that MLK uh, yeah. Day uh, painting. That, painting? Yeah, that was freaking sweet. Yeah, that yeah. Was, he's really killing dope. it with the paintings right now, man. He is killing it. There's this biggie one I want to buy. He's got, uh, really he's got two verses on the the stuff that I just dropped. Oh, does he really? Yeah, it was back like end of September when I dropped. Yeah. What was it yeah. like working with him? Because that's because if you guys are well, he, I mean, is it more of his? Um, 
singer-songwriter side to it, or is it more of his rapping side uh, to it? Yeah, I, I, I just rap with him, but uh-huh. uh, I support everything he does. It's great. You know what I mean? So Super multifaceted yeah, type We kind of like grew up like rapping at parties or whatever, you uh-huh. know, so... And then we ended up both getting serious with it, and then he took his other other pathways right. with the art, you know. So, yeah. shout out to him. Yeah, that's cool because uh, yeah, he can have his hand in a lot of different bags, and that's sweet that you guys can put some stuff together for an album. But what's the? Yeah. Uh, do you have a title for the project yet? What's like the process like for this new album coming out? Um, it's really slow right now. Mm-hmm. My last one, uh, I, that was like the first one that I was actually really like confident and comfortable with. That's mm-hmm. Young King. That's what's out right now. It's on pretty much everything. Um, but this one right now, uh, I'm just taking it slow, just like I did the last one. It took me like a year to make. So, you know, just taking more time with it, you know, it just, it just helps. Yeah, I agree, man. I I used to get real eager, like recording, but. I'm I'm definitely a big on quality over quantity, to be Mm -hmm, honest with you, because there's a lot of people that just drop tons of bullshit just to have yeah, music yeah, out and yeah, i'm like man yeah, i don't know yeah. why this person keeps well, dropping yeah, all this shit i, I kind of got like that like i was like that at a young age you just want to hear your voice yeah. you know what i mean you want people to hear your voice so yeah. like yeah so that's plus nice. a, lot, a lot of my favorites are the ones that drop like so little that i'm like shit when are they gonna put wanna, their shit yeah, out like yeah, isaiah yep. rashad goes isaiah like rashad five years in between all his projects mm-hmm. and it makes yeah. me like, yeah Makes yep. me one listen to his That's, old shit a ton more. Yeah, I've been waiting. Jay Electronica. Yeah, I've been waiting on him. Yeah, Jay Electronica. Yeah, yeah. Still yep. waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Detox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. never gonna see the light. Of day. I mean, that's done. He dropped Compton the album like a year. What? Com- I like, like Compton. That it was, was a great album. album. It was, was just like, what, like seven or eight years after Detox was supposed yeah. to come out. Something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. That was when the world kind of got. Introduced to Anderson Pock a lot because he did a lot of the tracks on that Compton yeah, album. He was on like yeah. ten songs. I like him shit. a lot. I like Me him too, a lot. man. That guy's awesome. Yeah. We talk about him on here. Yes, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, anyways, let's get to this beer before we get to this music talk, huh? Yeah, let's do. Sounds it. good to me. And it's kind of a fun little hip hop beer uh, play on hip hop, I guess, for tonight because it's the Hello Tasty out of Shorts Brew, which is a play on uh, the Beastie Boys album Hello Nasty. Okay. Because um, it looks like this the artwork is kind of similar to what the beastie boys stuff was so that's pretty cool i always like when they have something fun like that going on but uh tell us about it e-man before i get to telling us about shorts brewing all right so if you follow us on uh untapped.com slash beats and brews official uh you can get our rating on it but the official untapped from shorts brewing is saying hello tasty is a refreshing grapefruit rattler for summer although you know it's snowing outside because it's michigan and you know that time of year with big grapefruit flavors and aromas of front and additional citrus notes from the hops. This beer is medium bodied and well balanced. Hello tasty finishes smooth with a bat, a blast of grapefruit. So it's coming in at about 3.6 ABV and two IBUs. This is pretty much one of those beers. You can just kind of crush in the summer thinking about it. Like, you know, you're mowing the lawn or, you know, out, out, out outside and it's fucking sun's beaming at you. This one of those beers is just like kind of like quick and refreshing, and you kind of just like pound them back and forth, and you know, not feel anything. I call them hangover beers. There you yeah, go. That's, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's a good call. I mean? That's like a good for the call summer for sure. That'll, that'll get you going in the morning. Kind of like a, <laughs> kind of like a, like a, what's that? Like a white claw esque type yeah. deal, but actual beer. <laughs> this will have me thinking warm weather too, because I'm like, we got a few days of like taste. Like, taste a little bit of the sunshine, and now it's fucking cold again. And it's about to depressing. snow again. I know. Yeah. <laughs> get blasted. But uh, I'm actually going to pass the Augs cord over to E-Man, because I don't got SoundCloud on the iPad. 
uh, to play tonight's guest while we are sipping on this beer. Um, did we decide to decide which one we were going to go with? Out of the... you gave me some options here. I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let go dealer's choice here. All right, pull it up and then we'll get to picking. Mm. I'll tell you guys a little bit about. Uh, actually, you know, while we're pulling up the track, I'll just tell you about Shorts Brewing right now. Um, so we haven't read the story yet for Shorts, and they have a pretty long synopsis on their site. So I'm just going to do the some of the talking points here. So uh, Shorts Brewery was started in 2002 by Joe Short at age 22. That's when he formed it and started renovating an old hardware store to become his first pub. Um, and on 2004 is when his, uh, when he finally opened the doors to the pub and started, uh, operating as an actual business. Um, 2005 is when Joe's girlfriend and now wife Leah, uh, joined the team and started working with them. Uh, and she did was focused mostly on the food menu and was making that inspired by, uh, one of her favorite bands, which is ween. Um, 2006, Scott, a.k.a. The Magician, appears as CFO for the company um, and with his help uh, started pushing the business further along and kind of getting them to um, expand a little bit. Let's see. 2007, the Imperial Beer Series of of the our most ambitious and risky project to date is released to widespread acclaim. Shorts uh, slingshots to improve prominence as a top-tier craft brewery. Ooh. Um, it looks like in 2009 is when they expanded and, uh, shorts elk rapids production facility begins and they opened up the, the second, the doors on their second business, which was their, where they made all the beer. And then they have the pub as well. Um, in 2010, the Bel Air pub was re renovated and reopened and continues to flourish and it looks like from there it just kind of kind of catapulted and they got really popular and man they've, they've won a lot of awards it looks like just kind of brewing shorts. over this yeah one of one of my favorite parts about shorts is just the artwork of their beers too i love their artwork yeah. too yeah it's uh, i can't remember who it is like space rock is like one of my favorite like yeah just, uh, not necessarily tasting beers but like one of my favorite beers just like to look at cover wise I forget the guy's name, but there's someone that hangs around downtown Plymouth. He's like this middle-aged dude. He's always rolling around in like sweet motorcycles. and That sounds like cars. a lot of people in downtown he, Plymouth. True. But uh, <laughs> he, he does a lot of the design work for some of these like shorts. And I think he did, did like a few for Founders back in the day. I don't, I'm not sure exactly which ones he does, but I'll have, to, I'll have to text my buddy Dan about that. He might know the name for me. But uh, you got the, the SoundCloud pulled up? Oh, yeah. I got it. Okay, cool. All right. So we're going to play the single off... Uh... We're going. We're going by Zaffa. We're we going by Fritz here. You just call me Fritz. I like Zaffa. Whatever. Don't matter. Okay. So I bet my next project's gonna have a different name. So okay. There you go. Zaffa slash Everyone Fritz. <laughs> we're gonna play uh, "Get Money," which was the lead single off his latest project, Young King. Uh, about to get into it and try this beer out. Ooh. All right. All right. Enjoy it. Thank you. Cheers. Get your money right, down real easy. Yeah. Like juice. Get your money right, Get your money right, Get your money right, Get your money They've been waiting on me. Get your money right, Yeah, they've been waiting on me. Get your money right, It's not bad. It's not bad, They've been waiting on Yeah, get your money right, 
count it up, count it up, count it On my way to 100,000 And I don't wanna stop, wanna stop Take me to the top, cause I keep on drowning So pour a drink and roll weed Surrounded by money trees, free falling I ain't got nothing under me, pop rubber bands Like I don't need a G, it's coming and going so fast Now I can barely even see, whoa Slow down now, I Fuck up every check lately It's not adding up enough to sit up in a Mercedes And every woman that sees you want your babies Fuck you pay me I'm up too early every day to be broken crazy I'm nothing lazy And never the runner up either So you can keep waiting Bitch get money Get your money right home Get your money right home Get your money Get your money right home Get your money right home They've been waiting on me. Get your money right home. Yeah, they've been waiting on me. Get your money right home. In the summer. They've been waiting on me. Waiting on me. Alright. Yeah, they've been waiting on me. Waiting on me. Look, I got blue faces in my bag. So how could I be sad? I don't know. Probably cause I can't take it with me when I'm gone As long as you know all the words to my songs I'ma keep putting my city on Till I gotta die alone Wow. Save a half a mil for my daughter When she's 18, go to college So she don't put up with no nonsense Take care of herself on some bullshit Oh shit, all this money got me nauseous They want me dead, now I need to be cautious CEO, no office Bet I can flip it, whatever the cost is Money That's sweet, man. I like this song a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. They've been waiting on me. Yeah, they've been waiting on me. They've been waiting on me. Waiting on me. So I give you my two cents, make sure it makes sense I remember when I couldn't pay rent Now no one can say shit Climbing to the top, I know I'm gonna make it Running through these motherfucking bills Everybody wanna see a million Waking up to cold chills Broke dreams keep you living numb Gotta bounce back, homie Matter of fact, put the world in your backpack Carry that, homie And a little bit of motivation Put fat stacks next to that, homie And I'll cut you off so quick Bars over your head, you're trying to get fit I'm looking for the loot, sipping goose Trying to find a troop when I'm in a boot Found it, honey They've been waiting on me hmm. Waiting on me okay. Is that that's uh, that was just something I made on title. All right, that is uh, get money from our uh, guest on the podcast tonight, Zach Faust. Man, I like that, and I'll tell you why I like that thank before you, we get you. to talking about the beer. Please. Um, one, you're you're great with words. I like your wordplay a lot. Thank you. And two, I like that you leave. This is a problem, I think, with a lot of the like the rapidly rap rappers that I think they get a lot of like slack the on the rap. internet for. Yeah, is you actually leave space in some of the bars to where you can like digest it and like think okay. about it. You know what I mean? Okay. So I think yeah. that's a lot of the yeah. like people love to attack Eminem for like yeah, yeah, fitting yeah, yeah. a million words into one bar yeah. and shit like that. And people, I think it's mostly because we're in an age of like dumbed down lyrics and like people like yeah i tried to keep i tried to like keep the best of both worlds because right. i can't i can't really hate on both you know what i mean like because i'm growing up in this generation like right i i really like both i, I grew up on the lyrical stuff 
and I still like it, and I like some of the new stuff too. So I do too. I and try, I think- that's why I tried to like, because I like the rap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I'm like. You know, I wanna I wanna make music too. Like I want people to listen to right. it. Not everybody likes that rapity rap. So. And that's super important to find but, the balance, I think, because there's yeah. some of the best rappers in the world that have never been super successful commercially because that's all they're doing is just yeah. rapidly rapping yeah. and like the production kind of whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and like that that had both to me because it had some witty bars in it, but then you would space them out and I like the way the chorus played on that. That's a dope Appreciate song. It. I really like that. It. By the way, I did send that to like Hot Nine Seven a couple times and it gets ratings. You got to get so many good ratings uh-huh. for them to play it on the station. And I got trashed for that one. So. Do they really? Yeah, I like it. So that I don't sucks. know. Like, Wait, what? Yeah. Hot 97 right? also plays a lot of garbage. It's, it's right. a lot it's of right, like, like, yeah. I mean, that's, like that's Detroit big, style like, beats. Yeah, so. yeah, that's like, you know, so. Send it to, uh, you know, you should send it to is Peter Rosenberg. He's one of the DJs on there I like a lot who does True, like the yeah, Sunday night yeah, show where he yeah. puts like a, plays a lot of local shit. Or you know what else? My older brother, yeah, and my older brother said uh rude jude too yeah oh, dude, like, jude, yeah. yeah i like rude, rude jude, jude super yeah. detroit that yeah. might have a better op- yeah. option of getting it played m- more so than yeah, yeah. 97, oh, yeah 97 like they i feel like yeah. they got like a specific sound they look well they cater to the new york artists too yeah. i mean they're trying yeah. to put on local yeah. talent first before anything else so mm-hmm. i get that but yeah. rude yeah. jude's a detroit guy so in shade 45 mm-hmm. so yeah 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 that was I mean, I just saw it pop up or whatever, so I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to invest, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I like had to that. go with it. So, what about the beer, E-Man? What do you think about this? I think that come summertime, I could easily crush this beer mm-hmm. and go about my day. So, it's very good. Like, it's very actually very good. It's like, very, like a citrus-like kind of start, and then it's very low carbonation to it, very... Uh, very drinkable, yeah. if you will. And it has like this like tart, and we were talking like kombucha kind of like finish to mm-hmm. it. No, it's, it's a really solid beer, actually. Like, I, it's one of those ones like, it's not going to leave me full. I can still you know, go about my day, and I could probably drink like a whole six pack of this. And like, not that I say I would do that, but mm. I probably could. <laughs> and, you know, go about my day. It's like one of those ones that's just not going to like, you know, affect you that much. Right. It's like kind of like, it's one of those relaxing summertime beers. Like, you know, you're chilling by the pool or you're on the beach or, mm-hmm. you know, dips, disc golfing or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'm with you mm-hmm. on that. It's almost like a polar opposite of what we had last week too because we had that super strong tasting. Oh man, what did we have? Oh no. Took me the I, entire I episode you. to drink one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that shit was a little what too much for me. last week? I'm- it was uh, Turn It Up to 11 by uh, oh, yeah. uh, Bell, I think. It was, uh, yeah, I definitely was by Bell. Hold on, man. I forgot the exact name. It was like this one. No, this one goes to 11. Oh, that that's what it was. Yeah. 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 It was like, this a, is good, man. I'm this imperial. I can put down quick. How much alcohol is in these ones? Does it say on on 3.2. 3.2. That's why it's so easy to drink. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Low, low IBUs. This one, like mm-hmm. two IBUs. If you're familiar with the IBU scale, it ranges from like zero to like 120, and it's only like two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One, I think not actually no. Dan would like this shit. I gotta uh, send this recommendation Dan's way. Um, yeah, no, that's pretty good though. This is like the perfect like day drinking beer, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of like is. It. Yeah, it is. I like it. I, I like your uh, your coin of the hangover beer. Yeah, that, yeah, that would definitely hangover, be one yeah, of those yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. Feeling a little shitty. Yeah, <laughs> yep. one of these to. When you're on the weekend bender and you uh, <laughs> got to get up and get going, that's that's one of the ones. So you just like, drink one or two of those, you'll be back. Knock at off it. that, maybe a claw, well, maybe a claw daddy while you're at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I'm doing this whole like I like every year. I've been trying to do like one month where I just. 
don't drink for the whole month is a little like reset and i'm yeah. doing it this month so it's only gonna i'm only having the ones that we're trying for the podcast and then nice. no more booze for the nice. rest of the month yeah i'm it's trying tough, to tough but yeah. it needs to be done every once in a while you gotta put yourself in check yep, yep. <laughs> yeah i've been hitting the gym a little bit just try to balance everything out so <laughs> yeah yeah i'm trying to i always think about the fact that like if i never drank alcohol how much money I'd have in my bank account. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like going out and like having a few and then you get some food tossed on that. But mm-hmm. like yeah. an hour later, you're already at like 50 plus dollars. Like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saving that. But yeah. whatever. I've had a lot of fun in my life. I love, <laughs> I love beer like, too much. So. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that. What was that? Uh, that post? It was like, if you didn't drink, if you didn't drink or smoke cigarettes or something like that, you would have this much in a month, this yeah. much a year, this much yeah. a decade. You could buy like a jet or something like that. Yeah. Yo, do you smoke or drink? Mm. Oh, where's your jet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Dude, I've had so much fun in my life. I missed out on yeah, a lot of good stories. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But um, anyways, Yo-yo. before we move on to uh, something old, something new this week, we want to give. I didn't have any RIPs that I took down this week. Did you, E-Man? Actually, I no. Didn't have any bad ones to say? Which is good. I like that, and we don't have to report anyone dying. Uh, I didn't that's have nice. that many. There was a birthday. Shit, who was it? There was actually like a big one too. A big birthday? Was Not it sure. Cuddy? Oh, Kid Cuddy did have yeah. a birthday. Yeah, yeah. 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 he was yeah. like thirty-five, thirty-six, something like that. But there was a funeral. There was. Oh, well, there was definitely Kobe's thought- funeral. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah. No, I meant like Lil Wayne's little, little shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a thing. Yeah. I was feeling yeah. that a little yeah. bit. That will definitely get to that. Yeah. Something old, something new yeah. for sure. Um, man, yeah, we'll talk about that one for sure. Okay. Um, okay. only birthday that I no- took down also for this week is fellow, uh, or is actually another Detroiter. Alice Cooper turned seventy-two today. Oh, did he? So yeah. So uh, that's my only birthday that I had down for this week. So Detroit baby in the house, Alice Cooper, still kicking ass at golf at seventy-two. <laughs> so funny that dude went from being like this like polarizing rock figure to like being this awesome scholar and golfer. He plays weird, golf. Yeah, he's Cooper awesome. Plays golf. He's like super good at golf. <laughs> I need to check that out. That's sweet. That's uh, that's yeah. I have I had no idea. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's <laughs> <dope>. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, anyways, moving along to something old, something new this week. Um, mine goes way back, but I think I kicked it off last week, so I'll let E-Man start with You know what? I'm going to let our guests kick it off this okay. week, actually. So what we do on the podcast is we just talk about something, some kind of old music we're listening to and then something that just came out. So anything that's Ooh, older than this year old. that you've been jamming to? Older than this year? Yep. We can do that or two years. I'm gonna have, to go, years, I'm gonna have go. to go through like a playlist real quick. That's what I always do. I'm like, what I'm have if to, I add yeah. it to my shit? Well, I mean, pretty much everything. <laughs> everything new. I've listened to the the new Lil Wayne, the funeral, mm-hmm. and then I listened to Eminem, the Mac. Yep. Um, the new Dreamville. Um, some of that Gangstar. That's something old, something new. Yeah, <laughs> kind man. of Gangstar. Um, Ooh, that was tough. What do I still listen to? That's old though. I'll, like, here, I'll let you shit. search yours while you're searching yours. Yeah. I'll just yeah, if you want to kick it off, go for it. Because I'm like... ready to rock. Um, so honestly, I get my something olds from just different strange places that usually like pop up into my head and make me think of something. And this week, um, I was listening to NPR and they were interviewing um, director Jim Jarmusch, who's known for doing a lot of really weird movies. He does a lot of stuff that's like avant garde type shit and like. Just interesting out there types of like concepts and ideas. Um, he did Coffee and Cigarettes, which was pretty popular, which had like Bill Murray and Wu Tang and Steve Buscemi, all these people just like sitting down smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee and like giving little interviews. The White Stripes were on it and shit. Um, but they were interviewing him and they were talking about the music that shaped 
his youth and his inspirations. And he was talking about the Velvet Underground. And I also love the Velvet Underground. But the album he was specifically talking about was um, White Light, White Heat, which was their third studio album, um, which is not actually the one that I'm going to go into. I'm going into the one that came out a year later, which is the Velvet Underground self-titled. Uh, and it's funny to me. I know why that Jim Jarmusch likes White Light, White, Light, White Heat a lot because he's kind of a weird dude into like off the wall out there concepts and that's exactly what that album was for the velvet underground it was like super spaced out really experimental there's even like a track where it's music playing and a poem being read over it which is i think the second song on the album but um i really like the the next phase of the velvet underground it's kind of my favorite um i i think by nature i'm kind of a lyrics guy that's why i like rap music so much and i think that's why i like this project more so than anything because Prior to this album, the Velvet Underground did a lot of experimental work. And this one is a lot more stripped down and like singer songwriter style and like kind of like derived from like folk tunes and like acoustic guitar tunes. And that's their self titled album. And that could be part to do with the fact that uh, their guitar player had just left, who um, it was uh, John Cale at the time who was on, he departed after the White Light, um, White Light, White Heat album. And Doug Yule came in for this new one. And I just like it, man. I just because I like it because um, Lou Reed's like songwriting on this album is like super deep to me. I've always liked the way that he tells stories. And it's just got a lot of my favorite songs like Pale Blue Eyes is not only one of my favorite Velvet Underground songs, but one of my favorite songs ever. And it's just super simple. It's not there's not much to it. It's just like some something about the emotion that he puts into the music. It just I don't know. It just struck a chord with me. Um, so that album came out in 69 and ended up being pretty successful. And I think it's pretty cool too, because that's in between like where they made that album. And then their following one was, um, what was the name of the next one? I got to look it up. I forget the name of it. Uh, it was discography. Hold on. I'm drawing a blank. Um, loaded. I'm sorry. So loaded was the one that came out after this album, which, was kind of like a fu towards Atlantic Records, who they had just re-signed to because they wanted them to make like more commercially successful music. So that's why they called Loaded. It was like after a quote that the electric or the the record company wanted to be loaded full of radio hits. So it's kind of like their attempt to trying to make all these radio hits. And a lot of the bands started quitting at that time. And Lou Reed and the guitar player were the only ones left at that point. And before the even the album even came out on shelves, Lou Reed had quit the band. So. I like this album a lot because it's like in like the hat. If you read like the interviews about the Velvet Underground, they were all very happy making this album in a good place. So I don't know. That's just kind of why I went decided to go with the Velvet Underground self-titled as my something old. All right. Okay. So I uh, had to dig a little bit around because I was listening to a little bit of old music, but I didn't, haven't listened to a new old album in a minute just because I've been stuck on some other like stuff from this year. Yeah. So. You know I've been you know I've been kind of backtracking watching the Mass Singer recently, right? Mm-hmm. You know because me and him we actually watched a couple episodes <laughs> yeah. last night. Are you familiar with the Mass Singer? I'm familiar with it, but I haven't watched it. That show is great. Okay. It's addicting, but it's great. It. Okay. It's mostly so, just addicting. It's not that great. It's just I love that show. <laughs> I absolutely love that show. To be honest with you, it's very entertaining. That's like most reality shows. Like, yeah, you get sure. addicted. I'm a, I'm a big watching, fan. It's just like who is this? Whose voice yeah. is this? <laughs> and, um, uh, I decided to go with uh, season one winner. Uh, I went with T Pain's rapper turned Senga from oh, 2005. Shit. 
Uh, this was like in that era, like that dirty South, like crunk era, man. Like this is like one of the prime eras for me in hip hop. Cause I think I, I was like, you know, like just, we just got to high school and stuff like that. And I was kind of like finding my way with, uh, you know, like listening to music and then, you know, this, this era, man, was just so crucial to hip hop. I feel like, but T-Pain, when he came out, you know, with the auto tune singing and everything like that, I think that was the first time people really heard auto tune used in that way. And the fucked up part is T-Pain actually has a very good voice. A lot of people don't know that. He, does. he yes. got to show it. That's why I like reference like the mass singer, because he really got to show it off because he, all his career, he kind of got bound to like the auto tune thing because, you know, that's who he was. Mm-hmm. But yeah. this album kind of, but this album kind of received a little bit of critical acclaim because uh, he said there was pretty much... When 808s and Heartbreaks came out, you know, Kanye's album, he said it was kind of like direct copy of what he did. It was. (laughs) Because, you know, like the whole auto-tune, like kind of heartfelt thing. I'm like, it's, I mean, it's two different types. I mean, yes, the auto-tune was influencing it, but it's two different type of thing. Mm -hmm. You got kind of like a a Dirty South Crunk influence, and then you got more of like a emotional type album. So it's a little, I mean, similar things, but different lanes but anyway uh this label came off of convict you know akon's label yeah i forgot about that yeah convict which is funny because akon was like the whole like was on everybody's chorus before t-pain popped and then it was like t-pain was on everyone's chorus he was kind of like the 2008 dog (laughs) he was was. was. was like rap history chorus right there no and then now you got who would be like uh ty dollar sign maybe ty dollar sign for sure yeah Good call. He's but, a good producer too. Yeah, he is, and a good bass player. Mm-hmm. But no, back to this. I mean, I I'm in love with a stripper. Uh, I'm sprung. <laughs> uh, I mean, this, this shit yeah. had hits on it. Yeah. I saw that shit live this summer. Yeah. He was at Electric Forest. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> it was say, awesome. Got a but T Pain also did auto tune like the right way. Like I watched an interview with him yeah. once where he like was obsessed with it. Like he learned everything there was to learn about the auto tune machine. He met the man that made the auto tune machine. Like picked his brain about it, and that's why I think he gets pissed about like 808s is because, like, he spent all this time, like, into doing it the right way and learning how to do it, and then he just felt like everyone else was just like, fuck, let's just copy what T-Pain's doing because it's popping right now. So, And that's kind of what happened, too. Like, Kanye did it, Lil Wayne did it, and then it's like... Hey, I like 808s and Heartbreaks. 808s and Heartbreaks is a great album. I'm not saying you don't have to like it. I'm just saying that's probably where he was coming from. We're like, fuck, I'm the one that did all the legwork, and everyone's just riding my shit. Just trying to ride that that (laughs) auto-tune wave. Paved the way, for sure. And then, you know, Jay-Z made that deaf auto-tune type thing, which that that didn't go well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just definitely not dead. It's everywhere still. But no, I mean, that album had a bunch of features on it. I mean, you had Mike Jones, you had Youngblood, you had Akon was on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Styles P was mm-hmm. on that album. I mean, yeah, it was it was a great project, man. T Pain was great live too, man. He can fucking throw down live. He's really good. I could see that. Yeah. I haven't seen him live, but I could I could see him put on a. Good he had show. a lot of energy, man. It was like the middle of the day. It was hot as shit outside, but it was great. <laughs> Everyone was singing along, and it was like a shitload of people at a T Pain show too. So it was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's a good one. What year was that again? You said two thousand five. Two thousand five. The year I graduated high, high school. school. Yeah. Fr- <laughs> that's funny. How about you, Zach? Do you find anything old that you've been listening to? Um, I the one thing that I find old that I always keep going back to is the Eminem show. That's I grew my up on that. That's, that's my like, favorite Eminem. That's the only thing I can really think of that I really go that back to. That is my favorite Eminem. That was from O two. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's like preteen, so that like molded me kind of like into like everyone says like oh his first two albums were the best, but like that one really did mold. I was old enough to understand it, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So like, and then that made me go back to the young, you know what I mean? So that was probably the first M album too, where you started like 
the content started changing. It was like less goofing around, and he was actually talking about yeah. like more serious shit a lot yeah, on that. Yeah, like he yeah. first started getting political on that album. There's a lot of politics yeah, yep, in that album yeah, and shit. Yeah, so, yep, yep. And I love that album. Yeah. Is that is that got um is that got Mosh on it? Is Mosh no, on the Eminem show? On, uh, no, I think that was uh what was it? The Encore. Next album. Was that an Encore? Encore? Yeah. I always yeah. liked Mosh too. That was a good song. Yeah. I thought that was that yeah. same area for yeah. some reason. It was it was right around that same area, but yeah. Yeah, it was an. I think it was an album after or something. Something like. That. I want to say it was on. We can. We got. It was we got technology, encore. guys. <laughs> it was on. It was on. on <laughs> White America <laughs> was on. Yeah, Eminem White America show. was on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always like Square Dance off that album a lot too. That yeah, song was fucking yeah, sweet. Yeah. Which one? Uh, what Square album? Dance off of Eminem show. Like I think my favorite track is probably still Superman, bro. I love, Superman. I love Superman. The one I used to always skip over was Business as a kid, and oh. now that's my my favorite one I go to. Isn't it funny how is that shit it? happens? Yeah, so weird. <laughs> so weird. Like I, you know, I've always like I'd play the album through, but like it's always some, you know, there's always that one you skip through, like on anybody's album. I think. What I'm trying to remember what song it was, and then you go back to it, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what song it was. It was something off. Um, Marshall Mathers LP I was listening to the other day, which I've heard every song on that album fucking yeah, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of times, right? And I just picked up on a lyric. I'm like, oh, that's what he said there. Have you, like, mm, you ever heard that happen? You're all like, the time. shit, all I've heard time. this song a million yep. times and mm-hmm. I just figured out what this person said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's like the biggest yeah. Eminem epiphany I had. I remember when Without Me first came out. I was too young to really pay attention. Like, just going to Melly. Nah, 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 nah. I was like that. And then I got old enough and I realized that he said, uh, what was it? It was. <laughs> I'm the worst thing since Elvis Presley did you black music so selfishly yeah, yeah, and yeah, use yeah, it to yeah, get yeah, myself was, yeah, hey, it, yeah. I'm like you motherfucker yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> a, because you don't understand like you it's a pop hit too like mm. you know what I mean like it was the biggest like it's one of the biggest songs like at the time and you know what I mean you don't understand he's actually getting lyrical on that shit like I don't know I remember watching an interview one that always gets me is drug ballad though I always <laughs> listen I'm like oh shit like it's just mm-hmm. like you just keep thinking of that shit like mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's funny. I was I was seeing an interview with him. This is a long time ago. Where they were asking him how he picks the singles for his albums, and he was like, "Oh, which whatever whatever beat usually starts to annoy me the most first <laughs> is usually going to be my most successful pop song. So those are the ones I pick for my radio singles. That's what he said. That's what that's <laughs> what Dr. Sense. Dre did for uh, really my name. Is. Sense, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's how Dr. Dre knew my name was going to be a hit." He was like, "I hated that fucking song." <laughs> <laughs> But it was like, just yep, like it gets stuck in your head, too. Yeah, like a leech yeah. that you fucking get yeah. stuck. I remember the first time I heard that shit, I was like, what the fuck? Because I'd never heard anything that was rap-related. But he, but he always like, like that. But he always, it seems like he always does them at the last minute, too. He's like, yep. got to get the album in. All right, I need a hit. Yep. Well, fuck it. All right, I'll write a hit here. <laughs> That's kind of how Kanye is yeah. with that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kanye yeah. is the, apparently the worst person with getting shit done on time, so... Oh, pfft, the worst. Like, that or he'll like submit the album like last minute before it has to get distributed and mm-hmm. shit. When Kanye says an album's coming out on this date, I'm like, all right. So give it like, like give it like, like a month. Four days. <laughs> <you're> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that's the kind of the age we're in too, where you can like re-edit and re-upload. Like f- how many times did he redo the Life of Pablo before the Bro, final my shit favorite, was out? <laughs> my favorite Kanye West story I heard was when, uh, when Stronger came out, like on graduation. Mm-hmm. The song was already out and it was only on the radio and shit, right? He was getting in a cab about to go. I forgot where the fuck he was going, but he was about to get in a cab and then he and then he heard it in the in the on the radio mm-hmm. and he goes no. And then he went back to the studio, <laughs> changed like a synth or something like that, got everybody to pull the fucking all the DJs to pull it or his label <laughs> to pull the album from all the records and re-release it. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. That's nuts. 
Well, anyways, uh, moving along to, we can get now to our uh, something new for this week, which I'm sure we're all going to want to talk about the Lil Wayne funeral album, so I'll save that one. We got a couple singles, um, bro, that I, no- I noticed. There's definitely a couple singles out that we can talk to. I had two um, lesser known um, something news. If you are familiar with electronic music, I'm sure you have heard of Square Pusher. Um, he put out his 15th studio album, which is called, let me look, the, uh, be, be, up a, be Up a Hello is the name of it. Um, if you're around the Detroit area and you like to go to Movement, you might have seen him there, which he's been there quite a few times performing. Um, it's an interesting album, man. So I'm not super qualified to speak on electronic music i feel like in my head because it's probably the genre of music besides like country that i know the least about but i'm like trying to get more into it and shit so i was listening to this and it's i don't know if it's technically my cup of tea like sonically but i can appreciate it for what it is like and there's like a lot of talent behind it and i can i can hear that and there's so much mixing and sampling and all this shit to construct a song it's really like hard to ex- explain um other than it's like really authentic electronica type music <laughs> and i think it's probably something that would grow on me the more and more i listen to it so i think it's definitely worth mentioning and saying go to check it out um it's pretty cool that he's 15 albums in still like pushing boundaries and making really creative shit so i thought that was cool and then my other one that i wanted to mention quickly was um sounds of crenshaw live by terrace martin um i heard about that it's it's pretty dope dude so terrace martin is one of my favorite producers right now he does a lot of he's done a lot of work with kendrick and uh, a lot of guys on the west coast he's from uh watts california but he's also he's also very involved in the jazz community though so he plays um saxophone for herbie hancock's live band and he puts together these different like live jazz albums and he's got a new one out that i thought was pretty cool he does like uh a version of for free by Kendrick on there. And it's, it's really like free form out there, improvisational jazz music. So if that's the kind of shit that you like, I would suggest checking it out. Um, but yeah, those are the two that I had before we talk about Wayne and then I'll kick it over to these guys. All right. So, I mean, I, I got a couple of tracks. I did like singles. I listened to like Joyner Lucas just released his track revenge. Mm. Uh, I didn't hear that. It's I dope, bro. It yet. I actually I just I heard it really on the way out. Uh, go, go back on the way back to the house. It's actually okay. dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen. Yeah, to I'm that. a big fan of that. I like that uh, the, the intro one or whatever. Too. Yeah, in March, right? Yeah, I like that intro one where he did like the video all in one. I kept walking around or whatever. That shit's sweet. Yeah, his his yeah. video concepts yeah. are super creative. Yeah. I really like those. Yeah, and now I'm probably gonna listen to Neil. You can judge me all you want for this, but I do. I'm a. I actually don't mind Kesha at all. I don't. I don't. Know she has talking. a song with Sturgill, uh, Sturgill Simpson on this album. Cool. That's yeah. sweet. I like Sturgill. I would check that out. Uh, High Road. I'm actually planning on listening to that sometime this week. I have a review on it probably coming out. Honestly, I uh, don't even know how to judge her because I don't even know what her music sounds no, like. No, aside from like Rainbow the shit, shit actually. Or I hated her. No, like like what was the one? Brush my teeth with a bottle. Of jet? No, that she's totally different terrible. from that shit. Yeah, yeah. Her her stuff. Cool. Like she got a lot more like. She kind of has is in that wheelhouse of evolution to me too, because she got like a lot more like deeper like music yeah. than like her her. Uh, well, she went persona. through a lot of deep shit in her life. Yeah, too, with her manager and everything like process. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's I kind of I kind of grew like a newfound respect for her after actually after that Rainbow album. Maybe I'll but, give. I know my boy Stanko likes her music too, which I was like, I thought he was fucking with me at first because 
my boy Stanko just listens to like rapidy rap type shit like I do. And then he's like, yeah, this fucking Kesha album's great. I'm like, and what? I feel like that's like the image, that's like that persona she had like with all that. She had like uh, that, that don't stop. That, yeah. Yeah. She had like that persona that for so long with like yeah. three or four albums and then she, you know, she got shelved. She kind of had like that Mike Posner shit happen to her. Like yeah. the people like, you know, that have like that, uh. You have to keep it making is. the albums, even though the label's not going to release mm-hmm. it, just because you're contractually out, obligated to put them out and stuff like that. Then she got released from that, made a rainbow, and kind of changed. You know, her whole lane kind of changed. Yeah. So I, I always had a respect for Cash after that. So that's cool. But okay. yeah, I do plan on checking that out. Uh, I will hold off on the Wayne album for now because I know all three of us are going to want to talk about that. But yep. that's the one I listened to the most this week. Agreed. Um. Jesse Reyes, she got a new one. Oh uh, shit! Love, yeah, love in the dark. girl. Yeah, yeah she love in the did. Dark. Yeah, like I yeah. I met her. I met her. Par- I met her parents at St. Andrews. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's they awesome. Were, uh, they were on the upper deck. They just like stood behind me the whole show. I was like, oh my gosh, because I seen them, and it was like she had a show where it was like a basement show. It was like real low key, but she was like, shout out to my parents in the back. So I seen, I knew who they, they looked look like. like yeah. So once I seen them, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, <laughs> I just found out she and was Canadian. Like, oh cool. <laughs> she's Canadian? Didn't even know she was Canadian this whole yeah. time. Yeah. That's yeah. But no, we yeah. saw her live with uh, Thundercat and uh, Anderson Pot. Actually, nice. That was such a good show. Nice. But um, I'm a, as you guys know, I'm a huge fan of Jesse Ray. So we'll talk about her quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, she's cool. I like that. No nah, man, like new uh, shit. what was it? What was her last project? Was it Being Human in Public? I yeah. Say. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah, show that I seen her for. Uh, when's her album coming out? Jesse Reyes? Like March know. or April. I remember, okay, March or so, April. So, I want to hear a funny story. So I was, I, I was just scrolling through Facebook and I found out and I'd go like, Neil, Jesse Reyes has a new album coming out. Yeah. A latest episode of this came out. Jesse Reyes has an album coming hey, out. She, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I could probably find it. She, I, I'm on like a text fan base. She texts me all the time. Her little, like, it's obviously automated, but I'll probably find it. I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> that's it. awesome. I'll tell you the day your album drops. Hip Hop Evolution. That was a show. Oh, that's a fucking, yeah. oh, yeah, Hip Hop Evolution. I, I need to watch that shit, too. Man. That's so There's good. a new one out, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, I need to watch, I need four to watch new that. episodes. Yeah, it's great. Um, I don't know. Let's see if there's any other singles that I listen to. I forgot to type down all my singles that I heard. Oh, shout out to Sodder commenting in. Hey, what hey. up, Gatsby? I didn't even listen to I guess Meek Mill has a song about Nipsey out. I didn't listen to that. Is it the one they did at the Grammys? Oh, maybe it was. So yeah, Joiner Lucas. Oh, the Gorillas have a new little mini EP out thing that has like three songs. I hate the awards, love the performances. Well, most of them. I didn't like Run DMCs and uh, Aerosmiths that much. Dude, they were terrible. (laughs) They were terrible. I'm sorry. That I mean, I love both of them. Um, I like Tyler's a lot. (laughs) It was bad. We, we, I think we went I through this asleep. already. I watched Nas walk out with Lil Nas X, and that was interesting. The other, I, that was the only, that was like I think one of the only ones I saw because I fell asleep. I like her's new single. Sometimes I like oh, ASAP. Her, her was great. By she the way, was great on the Grammys. fucking yeah. Grammys. She performed her ass off. Um, I like ASAP Ferg's new song Values or Value. That's a good one. Little Dragon's got a good new song called Hold On. I need to listen to Little Dragon. More. Little Dragon's dope, dude. She makes the only a lot time of I cool heard music. about Little Dragon was with you and Sean. I never really listened to her on my own. <laughs> that was fun. March twenty seventh. Jada's March got new music out. Huh? So there's quite a few new things out. I like Dave East's new album, dude. Dave East is so good, man. And Currency yeah. dropped another fucking album, which is I, like, man, I, that's that's like to watch. I need to listen to that, <laughs> too. Currency's yeah. an absolute I, I fucking wanna, machine. Wanna, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with him. He just put out a collab project with Smoke Dizza, 
And then like a couple weeks later, he's got another solo project out. It's like, Jesus Christ, currency. I don't know how you do it. There's a new Russ album out. I don't way. really listen to Russ. Me album. either, but I, I, the kid. I've been told me about that. The kid. Oh, you know, shit. He's got, I got a feature with him. <laughs> Craig. That kid, Craig. Shout out to Rewers. Yeah, he's like, hey, you got to check out this Russ album. I was like, all right. So I much don't, stuff like, out. I feel like <laughs> Russ is kind of like niche almost. I mean, kind of. Yeah. It's definitely not my wheelhouse. I think he's just kind of an arrogant I give him dickhead. credit. It just makes me not want to listen to He produces to everything. He does everything independent. I, I give him I give him credit, but yeah, he yeah. talks about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. He talk, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he talks that that like Chance talks about his wife, so. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't need me as a fan base anyways because he made like 15 million dollars Yeah, I want to say that's why I, so I give him credit. Shit. Get your money, Russ. I mean, <laughs> good for him. I, shit, that's him. dope. Hey. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, sure. I mean, I everything like that. Some stuff not everything catches my ear, but yeah. I don't know. What did you guys think about the incredibly long Little Wayne album, Funeral? First of all, I do want to show like the fact that he in track eight what was it Bling James? I think it was track eight. Is um, that it? Let's see track listing. Track yeah, eight. Yes, Bling James. Yeah. Okay, so oh yeah, that's at the end awesome. of that song. It's a 24 second pause in honor of Kobe, which mm, yeah. I thought was very classy of him. That's pretty cool. You know, Kobe wore number eight and number 24. So yeah. that's really awesome. Uh, on top of the fact that J Rock bodied that song. Oh, oh yeah, my God. God yeah. J Rock sounds so good on that shit. J Rock is slowly but surely becoming my favorite TD member, I think. Unless Isaiah Rashad somehow something. I like his album. last album, that Redemption. Is Me too, man. So I, 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 I that bought that all summer. Me too. All summer. My favorite track, I think, on the Wayne album, though, was probably Dreams. Track five. Dreams I is like, cool because uh, he doesn't sound I like bad Dreams. Singing. I yeah. like Not Me, too. Not mm-hmm. Me is dope. Oh, um, yeah. He's, I think just, overall, this is one of the strongest things Wayne's put out like in a long-ass time. He seems like more creative than he's been in a long time. It seems like he's trying harder than he's tried in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the production is way different than any shit that he's put out in this a while. This is still coming off of Young Money, by the way. I think we saw. Is it like, really? Yeah, this is still coming off of Young Money. So oh. I thought it was like a label thing, but it's still on the same label. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So I wonder why he doesn't. I thought that it, if it was a a label thing, I thought you would see Drake on here for sure. Because th- what's the last time they put out a song together? I don't know. Oh, they probably shot... the disc records, right? With yeah. fucking Nicki Minaj and shit when they were talking about uh, Pusha T. Probably. Oh, what's that? Yeah, I mean, like, they're still, I mean, obviously they're still boys. They still shout each other out yeah. all the time. Yeah. But yeah, this album is loaded with features, by the way. You got Big Sean and Little Baby on one track. You got J-Rock, how we just talked about. Adam Levine, Adam Levine, was it Levine, Levine, Levine from Maroon Levine. 5? Yeah. Yeah, that song does nothing for me. I played the whole thing through. I listened to everything. I didn't mind anything. Two Chains, like, well. Take Off, The Dream, which I love that song. That song was really twist. cool. Uh, Tantion has another post-mortis feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, OG, OG Genesis. Yeah, I like that one, too. You got some production by Cool and Dre. What's you up? got Manny Fresh on here. You got Mike Will Maida doing beats. Yeah, a lot, you got a shitload of different producers on this album. It's yeah. crazy. Um, I was actually listening to him because he, he was just on Drink Champs. And yeah, I saw that. I want to watch that too, yeah. I, I got to like obviously spend some it. more time with this before I can like honestly critique it because I've only listened to it one time yeah. all the way through because I mean, it is long as shit. It's Same. Like a little over. Dude, my it. favorite like an hour and a half. was on Dreams. He goes like, what do you say? I fell asleep with some good pussy. Woke up like, holy shit. I had a dream that I was broke. That was the last time I fucked that bitch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's definitely rapping, rapping. A lot of the beats are like 
darker, I would think, than a lot of the stuff that was on Carter. Yeah, like 5. that track, was yeah. it Bastards? Like, was it Bastard Satan's Son or something like that? I don't remember that one. It was called Bastard, and I think it was like in parentheses Satan's Son. I think that's it. Oh, yeah, Satan's Kid. Satan's Kid, yeah. yeah. Some kind of synonym of son. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that. Uh, it reminded the me XSX of the track. Like the I'm Not a Human Being. Yeah. It had that dark feel to it. Yeah, that's what it did. It. And I kind of like that out of him. Yeah. Um, he uses the uh, the features well on here. That that song that with the dream is cool because it's like Rain Wayne. There's no rapping on it. Wayne's kind of like more singing the whole thing, and him and the dream kind of go back and forth, and they kind of almost like sound like each other a little bit as they're going back and forth, which is kind of cool. Speaking so. of Little Wayne, did you get? Well, we didn't get to the episode yet, but Little Wayne was just on Mass Singer. He was on the Mass Singer. <laughs> he was uh he was in the season premiere of season three. <laughs> First elimination. I feel like it'd be so Spoiler easy alert, to guys. know what his voice was. <laughs> I feel like it'd be so easy to call his voice out. Yeah. Lil Wayne sounds like Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Young Lula, really? baby. Yeah, really can't. Yeah. It is nuts though that he's still drinking lean. That's crazy to me. Like Dog, I feel like Lil Wayne needs to cool Paul that shit out because I, I feel like he's so gonna die. Did you see your Paul Wall's expl- explanation of lean? Yeah, which is stupid. It made no sense to me. I love Paul. I love you, but that shit made no sense. I'm like, no, I don't think it's the actual lean. I think it's the lifestyle that kills you. Wish you have a a point, but the life. I mean, but that's a part of the lifestyle. So that by far directly, mm-hmm. you know, is associated with it. Yeah. yeah. So you know, the shit in lean is not healthy for you. Right. It's I mean, alcohol, not. don't get me wrong. Alcohol in general, and you know, yeah. prescription drugs. That shit, codeine. That's not healthy for you in general. But you know the combination of it without. I mean, no, that's that's dangerous. Man. That's not really my dad activist. No, that that's shit. what makes me nervous about Wayne now. Like Wayne is like one of the elder statesmen, and like most of the elder statesmen in hip hop, J M, like Royce, all these guys have either quit the drug use or quit rapping about the drug use. And I feel like yeah. he's rapping. I mean, think a about a ton about the, doing drugs. I mean, on do you want to go through the list? We got. I mean, just recently, like you got still Juice World. He, he still about, raps like, about him. But, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you got yeah. Juice World. You got a little peep. You got Mac. You got. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot. I mean, and Wayne has been abusing lean for Pimp like, C. The part of almost <laughs> yeah, like seizures and stuff. Yeah, man. That's the thing that's scary about it. It's like put that shit down. Plus, he looks like he hasn't like seen a mirror, like a sober mirror, in like forever bro on drink Sam's, i'm like jesus he looks goddamn terrible and he's still only 37 that's insane that wayne is still only 37 I mean, you years think old about it like yeah. he, 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 well, he was cash money when he was what 11 yeah that's yeah. when he first got yeah. signed yeah. yeah it is fucking nuts but i mean shout out to him though because he's definitely uh making a little bit of a comeback here in my opinion because i've been kind of hating on wayne for a while now yeah i was like Big on Carter Two type of Wayne. And he kind of hid for never... a while. It seemed like, like it seemed like he hid for a while. And he, yeah, you know what I mean. And then when Carter Five dropped, it seemed like he came back out now. Like, yeah, for me, that's just what I see. Like, did you, you know? see his reaction on Drink Champs to the Kanye West Sunday Service thing? No, I, <laughs> I didn't get that. Still gotta watch it. Oh, dude, you gotta it. watch the little only video seen, like, It's hilarious. Like, uh, Nori brings up Sunday Service, and Lil Wayne's like, "What are you guys talking about?" He's like, "You, you don't know what Sunday Service is?" He's like, "Nah." He's like. It's like uh, Kanye has this thing now where he's doing all these like church services and all this, and Lil Wayne like has the biggest eye roll, and he's like, "Oh my god, I didn't know about that." I seen the I seen the Twenty One Savage thing. He thought it was Wu Tang. He thought there's twenty one of them. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he did. He's like, I didn't even know. Oh yeah, he reason. thought, he it was, thought it was dissing him. He's like, and he thought I was dissing him when he seen it, and he's like, he didn't know because he don't know. He just probably doesn't. Pay yeah, that's what Lil Wayne said. What is it? He don't listen to anybody except himself and Tech Nine. He actually said that on record. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, I don't listen to, I should probably know more about Tech 9 than I do. I only know like. But if, but if you got artists, doesn't he have to like listen to artists or is that that's like true. out of his. I mean, Lil Wayne has like also said that, I think, it, what what Drake album was it? I want to say it was a nothing, it was either Take Care or Nothing Was The Same. It was I forgot which album it was because like honestly you don't even care how I don't even care how good Drake how how Drake album doing sales we already rich as fuck. <laughs> it's true. I mean yeah he's he's good. He doesn't have to worry about that shit whatsoever anymore. So. Yeah, that's true. That works. That's true. But um yeah I mean it's uh definitely something that I I can't really go into super big detail with it because I've only listened to it the one time like I said and I want to spend some more time with it. But I'm sure you'll hear us uh, chirping in about it more in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, off first listen, I was pretty impressed. So good good work for uh, Lil Wayne. But uh, yeah, moving on with that, I think that's it for something old, something new. Do you guys have anything else that was new nah, you wanted man. to get into? Uh, yeah, me neither. Um, so I guess we could shift gears a little bit, and I wanted to bring up um, big news from today out of the Michigan sports world, Michigan D'Antonio? State sports world, I should say. Uh, Mark D'Antonio retires after 13 years. Which uh, there's a lot of speculation as to why. Going yeah, because he right just now. abrupt like days before signing day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and he just like abruptly like, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna retire." Well, he just got his big ass bonus, his like four million dollar bonus, and then retired like a week later, like That's a month sketchy. later or whatever. But a lot of people think that there's gonna be some kind of bad headline to come out about him within the following couple of days. Some people are saying there's something about. Well, people are guessing. Is it guessing, has something so, like, to do with uh, homeboy? Like illegal recruitment stuff. Oh, I thought it was going to be something around like. Well, I mean, Michigan State's been under the fucking gun for well since Larry Nasser shit. Yeah, Nasser. Yeah, down. yeah. That sucks. Because I don't understand that why really he would sucks. retire right now if if he didn't have something. Seems a little out of the blue. You know, he's like the best coach Michigan State's ever had out of any any of sports. Probably. I mean, that's the same thing with like with Trestle a couple years ago with Ohio State. Yeah. Like he, I mean, with him and Terrell Pryor, he had to. I mean, he retired, and then mm-hmm. all that shit came out. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope. I hope nothing does come out against him because I've always been a big fan of D'Antonio and and Michigan State. It's where our sister and brother in law went, but I hope that that is. Uh, I hope that is resolved, man. I hope he's just retiring, and I, I don't want to celebrate him right now because now I feel like something is gonna like come out in the next few yeah, days. Yeah, we, we, we like... have to run like a fact check episode, <laughs> yeah. like we're tracking every statement and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, just keep it unbiased for right now. But yeah, I do <laughs> hope whatever comes in the next few days, you know, hopefully it's nothing terrible because I, I always like D'Antonio too as a coach. Yeah. I did too, and I mean, he's going to go down as one of the greats if nothing bad ends up coming out here about him. Well, I mean, Joe Pa still, like, is probably one of the greatest, and it wasn't, that shit wasn't even really his fault necessarily, because he did he did his job. He did report it with the whole thing with, like, Sandusky. Mm-hmm. I mean, totally, I don't know, you know, I don't know what the hell is about to brew out of Michigan State, right. but with that, Joe Pa still one of the greatest coaches of all time to me. Yeah, and it's st- it sucks that his career and his life had to end like with all that like controversy around it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, whatever happens there, I hope it's you know manageable for him. But hopefully, wasn't also Paterno though? Like he kind of like knew about that shit and was covering it up for. He multi- didn't cover it up. What he years. did, he he heard about it. Like somebody reported it, and then he reported it over to like the head of uh, athletics or something like that at Penn State. And they didn't do shit about it. Yeah, and, and then, then nothing kept fo- with and just nothing ever. followed up from there. Yeah, that's that's what happened. Yeah, so you should have. I mean, you should have definitely followed further into that. If someone comes and tells me that my one of my assistant coaches is raping 
teenage boys on the team, you better be damn sure I'm going to make sure that that shit is resolved before that guy keeps working with my squad. <laughs> but so I don't know if I, I don't really know anything behind the scenes with that. So yeah, but he did die like that was like a, a fucking legacy crash and burn like I've never seen in my life before because he was like regarded as like the best of the best. You know what I mean? And then it just all got tarnished by that, and then he died. And it was like, Jesus. That was crazy. That still makes me sad, man. Yeah, I hear you. But um, anyways, staying in Michigan, um, there's something that I thought was worth bringing up, which is actually a um, book coming out that I want to check out, and I was just thought I'd uh, tell you guys about it. So there's an artist from Detroit who's still a native Detroiter. His name is Lamont Dozer. Um who started actually as a janitor. So before Motown music started, before Barry Gordy started Motown music in 1958, his sister Anna, or Anna Gordy had her own record company. And this man, Lamont Dozer, was a janitor there, but was always writing uh, song lyrics on like uh, paper bags, whatever he could get his hand on. He said he would write song lyrics down. And... Just from working there, kind of got to know Barry Gordy through coming through and everything and got to uh, got to talking music with them. And they would always have a conversation back and forth about music. Well, anyways, Anna's um, record label didn't end up being successful and got shut down. And Barry Gordy had started um, Motown Records and he brought Lamont Dozer in kind of just to run music by him at first. He was still doing the janitor stuff for him, but he would always ask him his opinion on song lyrics and different artists. And then found out that Lamont could write music really well and started reading some of his stuff that he'd be writing on brown paper bags and whatever and went from being a janitor to now writing for Motown Records. And he uh, wrote like some of the biggest Supreme songs, some of the biggest uh, Marvelette songs. He wrote a lot of um, I think he wrote Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. Um, a lot of the biggest names that were on Motown Records, this guy has what written music for. What was that movie with uh Ben Affleck and uh Matt Damon, where he was a janitor and he realized he was like a mathematician? Oh yeah. Um, shit. What the hell is the name of that? A Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, yeah, that's what kind of reminds me of the <laughs> yeah. music version of Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so this guy ended up like writing like 500 songs for Motown Records over the years, and um, ended up having like a really long, long career in music, like 50 years plus. And he's still doing it, still writing music. And um, so he's got a book coming out. It is called How Sweet It Is, A Songwriter's Reflections on Music, Motown, and the Mystery of the Muse. Um, that should be out now, which is his memoirs. I was just listening to, they were like, played a little clip of the interview they did with him on NPR earlier. So I thought that was worth mentioning because this guy's from Detroit, still lives in Detroit, and has always remained a Detroiter. And and I think that those kind of stories are really cool, in my opinion. So. Yeah, it's it worth sweet. mentioning him too. Yeah. Real quick, uh, prayers go out to Shannon Doherty. Uh, actress, I heard about that. That's yeah, sad. From uh, Charmed and Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, stage four cancer diagnosis actually just came. She's out of remission or she uh, just came back. Yeah. So she went through it like in 2015 and, and then then she went in remission and now it's back. Yeah. Stage four, which is sad. Um, I don't. I'm not sure exactly. I thought for some reason, I thought that like breast cancer was one of the easier ones to like. If you catch it early. Yeah. So maybe it was just a late find or something like yeah. that. Because I know she had like mastec- a mastectomy after the first one or whatever, but now it's come back. But and she she credits though, um, like I, I was reading a little bit about it, like Luke Perry passing away as to like why she wanted to 
do that still reunion. crazy to me, by the way. Was, uh, I, I know. I just started watching Riverdale, and I heard about it. I'm like, damn. Yeah. I heard he's pretty good on that show. It's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah. I don't know a whole lot about Shannon Doherty other than she's a celebrity or like whatever. Like Beverly Hills, 90210. Uh, Charmed or whatever. Charmed. That's about it. That's all I know. Really watch Charmed, but yeah, that is sad though. She's always in the. She's always had small roles in like the Kevin Smith. She shit did a too. lot. She does a lot of infomercials too. She does do that. <laughs> she definitely does do that as well. Um, but I think that was our only like sad news. There was no RIPs at least, so that's good. Um, and I think that's pretty much all I had down for my topics that I wanted to get around to today. Ray Donovan canceled. Oh, dude, that fuck sucks, it. man. What the fuck? fuck? Come on, Showtime. Get your shit together. Mm. Someone's got to pick that up and finish it, right? Netflix, do your thing. Someone's yeah. got to finish that. Hulu, do like your thing. Probably. I feel like Leave <laughs> Shriver can fucking do that on his own. Like, put your own money down. Finish this shit. Oh, Him and John Boyd. We have to have a new, like a last season. Just how how the past season ended. Got to. It has to have one. The way they fucking ended it, they got to. Uh, Disney just started rolling out like all their uh, their like Marvel shows coming out on Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, there's a Falcon Winter Soldier. There's the WandaVision. Uh, there's a bunch of different shit coming out from Disney Plus. So. There's a bunch of uh, we got Ozarks coming back soon, which I'm excited about that on Netflix. Um, I feel like I've I've, I've watched the I've XFL been... starts this weekend. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Vincent. Man, this is, if honestly, with all the controversy that's been on the NFL the past couple years, this is probably the perfect time for Vincent Man to step in. Like, hey, I'm gonna create my own football. I'm gonna bring that football league back. So, famous names. The only one I know is actually we're talking about Michigan State. Connor Cook is actually gonna be in the XFL. Oh, really? That's the only one I know of for sure. Interesting. We'll yeah. see if it lasts. I mean, I don't think I'll be watching another football league. I have enough time keeping up with just like the nfl and other shit so we'll see uh, it, it could it could work it didn't work the first time but we'll see i mean it's a different <laughs> era like i feel like last time they tried it you know nfl was at its, like prime type mm-hmm. deal like for us for us at least but this one because you got all the everything going out with like people you know like say like the Ka- kaepernick kneeling thing mm-hmm. and then all that stuff like that I've, and concussion protocol and like how they try to cover that up yeah i feel like a lot of people are almost like Going against the NFL a little bit, and then like, hey, do we have this alternative for it? Uh, another thing is that remember how you oh, you didn't watch it, but remember the, have I don't know Zach, you might have watched it. The Alliance Football League they had last year, American Alliance of Football. They had yeah, oh, last that was year. the one that like yeah, Ricky yeah, Williams was yeah. involved. With yeah, the one they did. It only had it only lasted a season. It was actually great for a while, and then it kind of died down. And they decided to do. And they decided not to do it from there. I feel like this because they have like former players and they have like you know Vince McMahon like such a household name backing it and stuff like that. I feel like this has a better chance this time around than you know last time they tried this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it could. I mean, if they market it the right way, it, it definitely because there's football. It still reigns supreme, but like there's definitely more people on the edge that would probably be willing to check. And there's still a lot of people that aren't watching football because of the Kaepernick. There are only, so they could go gravitate towards an XFL. If they so there are right. only eight teams in the league so far, uh, just to start, you know, just to kind of start, hopefully if, you know, if it picks up, hopefully Detroit gets a team. Unfortunately, Detroit doesn't have a team, but we have just a quick rundown of the teams here. Shit. Hold up. Detroit doesn't have a team, do they? Nope. Dallas Renegades, Houston Roughnecks, the Los Angeles Wildcats, uh, the Seattle Dragons, and 
the DC Defenders, the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Tampa Bay Vipers. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll uh, Guardians I'll are going to play at MetLife, so that's kind of cool. That's very sweet. And then Seattle Dragons are playing at CenturyLink Field, so there's always you know it's like bigger. There, guess those two are playing bigger stadiums. Yeah. So that's all. That's cool. I'll give it a chance. But um, anyways, before we wrap this episode up and do our social medias and all that stuff, I want to quickly get to this day in music and um, read off to you that on this day in 1966, the Rolling Stones released um, the album 19th Nervous Breakdown, which reached uh, number two in both UK and US. Um, on this day in 1972, um, David Bowie wrapped up the last recordings for Ziggy Stardust and was able to start uh, working on putting that album out, which is a classic album and one of my favorites. Um, On this day in, I don't know why I actually, oh yeah, on this day in 1983, Karen Carpenter died at the age of 32, um, who was part of the Carpenters and she was extremely anorexic and it was actually complications from anorexia, which she ended up passing away from. Um, and if you're familiar with the song, my morning jacket, they have a song where they reference that, um, called the librarian, but, um, and then also in 2016, earth, wind and fire, uh, co-founder and member Maurice white passed away, um, which was sad, but he was at least lived a longer life. So that was good to, good to hear. Um, but yeah, that was all I had for this day in music this week. And Quickly, before we do the social media, I just wanted to shout out at Casual one time because over the weekend, um, Umphreys McGee was in town for their two-night run that they do every winter, uh, which is on February 1st and uh, January 31st, and um, at Casual did the official after party um, on Saturday, or on Friday night, so that was pretty big look for them, so I'm proud of those guys, so shout out at Casual. And real quick in the beer world, uh, you, I, don't, I don't know if you guys are following like the controversy that happened with Founders a couple back. A couple we talked of about it back. a little bit. Uh, they are opening back up actually this Thursday. Mm-hmm. The, the Detroit Tap Room. Yeah. I'm honestly, I, I don't know how I feel because I guess I, the management stuff is different. I guess so. Like they, you know, they fired the one guy that was say, that had that yeah. comment and stuff like that, and then. You know, they're hiring new staff and stuff. So hopefully, you know, they have a better run this time around. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the same effect? Like, you know, before all this happened? I don't know. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, I'm not I, like- I mean, you know, CBS and KBS, I'm not going to lie, are good beers, but. Right. You and know, if they, if they the attached make an it. honest approach towards changing the narrative and the model there, then I'll give it a shot because I'm all I'm I'm a forgiveness type of person. Mm-hmm. I'm all about forgiving people as long as they don't repeat. Like founders, I don't shit. like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of, you know, I said that we'll never have a founders beer on it again. You know, I kind of said that like in the heat of everything because when I found out about the comments and everything, uh, you know, a couple months later, had time to reflect on it. I see, you know, they're trying to make an effort with everything. I might be open to it. We'll see how that goes in the next few months. And while you plug our socials in that Patreon, want to pass me down that Augs cord and I'll start yes, looking sir. up our final track. So it's that time of day again mm-hmm. where I talk about our Patreon. <laughs> so if you follow patreon.com slash beats and brews official, you can find a dandy green button there. You can hopefully donate to our podcast. As you guys know, this studio is not cheap. 
Our equipment is not cheap. So if you can donate anything, it could be a dollar, could be $10, could be a million dollars. Fucking donate. <laughs> Give me that million donate. dollars. <laughs> Fucking do it. Any, yeah, anything goes to help out to us. Upgrade our equipment. We love uh, providing this podcast to you guys. And as much as you love hearing it, we hope you love hearing it. That's why you'll be listening. So uh, any little bill helps. And we are planning on getting some new equipment. Not equipment, but plan on getting some merch coming to it. Some Beats and Brews coasters with our logo, you know, with the logo, with the beer and record logo. That We were talking because we went to that. Oh, we forgot to talk about the Detroit's... Uh, little mixer, mixer we, we went to, to. yeah DMAs, so yeah. yeah shout out to the detroit music awards we went to that mixer last past weekend that was that was pretty or this past week that get was on their cool. website and register because they said we could possibly be involved in the detroit music Awards. we actually so. got a couple Ooh. emails from by the yeah. way nice yeah nice. got a couple we got like three or four emails from other people that want to get on the podcast so. awesome uh yeah uh donate to our patreon and we will be riding out so what's our song uh, to close out deal well before we get to that i just want to say thank you to zach for coming on the show and thank give him an opportunity to Zaffa plug Fritz. his all his social medias and go tell you where you can check out his music so i'll kick it over to him yeah uh zachary faust on facebook uh the only zachary on instagram that's pretty much all i use uh i'm on every platform young king zaffa check it out or don't it's really good i'm gonna go check out some more i want to check that shit out you be check that shit out yeah definitely check that shit out and uh since we are f- trying to focus a little bit on playing more unreleased music and smaller name artists. I'm actually in a, it's a, not a smaller name artist, but it is a mixtape track. So it's, they got no copyright infringement, baby. Um, it's actually a song that I'd never yeah, even heard. No flags here. <laughs> it's actually yeah. a song I'd never even heard till today. Uh, shout out Rob, my boy, Rob Owens sent it to me. He's like, have you ever heard this Mac and Schoolboy Q track before? And I'm like, no, I actually haven't. I thought he was talking about one from off, one, watching the movies with the sound off. But this is actually a song produced by Pete Rock uh, featuring Schoolboy Q by Mac Miller called Melt. So I will leave you guys with that, and we will see you guys next week. Peace. All right. Cigarillo, bigger than armadillos I might go schizo, pistol under the pillow Abysmo, flow, hot as fire and brimstone Sunning these rappers, calling them kiddo It's simple I'm watching movies with the sound off In the dark, my shadow colder than a groundhog So I'm eating Chinese food with the brown sauce Fuck bitches, nothing but a hound dog Count off to a million Do you have time? Blast off when you lifted Have you been this high? Drifting by, give time a kiss goodbye Cause I'm gone, I'll be back as soon as pigs can fly I'm the first time Peyton let the pigs can fly It is I That is Tony Lipton My shit is addicting Aliens are listening Listen to this Back with Mac 
black, yeah, we mackin' right, right, right. Courtside looking brain fried. Uh, black yeah. and white guys, I die. Yeah, yeah. Two holes, tight eyes, uh, no rolls under tie ties. Yeah. Three rolls in my prata. Yeah. Neck gold, I'm your five shot. Yeah, Son, yeah. niggas, I'm the one. Here I come where your son came from the underground, like we platinum. Yeah. Start the car with my right thumb. Uh, yeah, see me yeah, in the yeah, ride, back wood burning. Get yeah. green, smoke burning. So high, spitting on the sky. The extraterrestrials have arrived. Passports, we fly by, no court time. Throw the peace sign, by the Zevi as a Nissan. Now you acting like a bosom. Further rise the level that we took on. Bet my dick in your mouth, I'll hush Yeah. Uh -huh.